podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, this is the Cricket Badger radio show podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short but very powerful for digging. In fact, the name badger probably comes from the French word beche, meaning digger. It's that badger style. Hi everybody, welcome to another edition of the Cricket Budget Radio Show Podcast. I'm James, taking you through this week, and I've been to Headingley Cricket Ground to catch up with some of the Yorkshire side as they prepare for the 2019 season. Speak to Gary Balance, Adam Lythe, Matthew Fisher and Tom Lowton, all looking forward to the season ahead. Thanks for your support of the podcast over the recent weeks. The stats and the feedback have been fantastic. Thank you so much for all of your interaction and your support of the podcast. Please continue to subscribe. Please add your positive feedback. Let's try and take the Cricket Budget podcast through 2019, getting stronger as we go. So, for this week, let's hear from the Yorkies. It's that Badger style. First up then is Gary Balance, the former England batsman, former Yorkshire captain. He's enjoyed his winter He's raring to go. We look ahead to the season and we look back at his England career and how he found being under the microscope as he tried to forge an international career. Not always easy. Behind you, Gary Barnes, is a new stand that looks pretty impressive. It is, it is. It's a, yeah, it's a very nice uh, building and um, yeah, it should be really soon, shouldn't it? Uh, it's really made the, made the ground look good. Ground feels a little bit more enclosed with that big structure at one end. Do you think that's going to change how the ball moves around a little bit? Uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, not really an expert on that, but uh, <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah, it was a bit different last year when, they, when there was nothing there, so uh, definitely made the, the place feel a bit different. So, um, but yeah, it's an impressive stand and uh, we'll see if it uh, affects how, how um, the pitch and the and, and the ball players. Well, since I last saw you, you got married, all sorts has changed in your life. Uh, you've had a good winter. Yeah, I have. Um, had a lot of time off. I've had busy years over the last five, six years, so had some time off, had a good break, and um, yeah, ready to go now. Is that nice to get away? Because I mean, often, often cricketers play through the winter, and that's important when, you, when you're coming through, but it's quite nice to just recharge and switch off for a bit. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I've had, you know, since 2010, I think, I think it is, I've, I've played every winter, so, you know, we had a lot of tours, carried a lot of drinks, and <laughs> so it was just good to, to get away from a bit and try recharge and, and, you know, get that love back of the game. Press day always seems to me to be like the first day of the season. It's the first time you see people in kit and everything like that. Are you excited about what's uh, what's around the corner? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like you said, it's, it does feel like a start now. And I think guys are ready. You know, we had a good, good tour in Poch. Um, everyone found a bit of form and I think everyone's ready to go. You, you were captain last year. What was the reason behind you letting that go? And you feel better now for not having that, that responsibility? Yeah, definitely. You know, I did, you know, season a bit of it. Um, I found it quite tough. So I think it, just for the best of myself and the, and the team was to was to put that away. And um, now we've got Pedro as captain and, you know, he did a great job second half of last season and you know I think he's the right man for the job and I think he'll do a good good job this year Is that just free you up just to look after yourself look after your own game and, and concentrate on scoring runs? Yeah I think so you know who knows down down the line I, I might go back to it but I think at, at the time of my career and, and where I was I probably just wasn't ready for it and um, you know I can focus on my own game and, and just hopefully contribute What's a successful season for Yorkshire? Um, you know I think every year we're going to think saying oh yeah you want to you win three trophies but you know it's 
it's not easy to do that at all. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever done that. So I think we just got to focus on being consistent. If we can be consistent um, throughout the year, we'll um, come come to the back end of the of all competitions. And, and if we can be competing in them, uh, I think that'll be good for us, especially with you know a lot of young players coming through and a very different squad. So like I said, if we compete in all three, come the back end of it, we'll we'll be happy. You say a very different squad. I've seen you taking your squad pictures. There's four or five there. Like, I don't recognise from, from anywhere. Uh, changing faces but that's exciting too I guess yeah absolutely um, you know a lot of guys have, have moved on and, and that happens in, in professional sport um, but you know it gives opportunity for guys coming through and like you say a few new faces um, signed some good players and, and some young lads coming through so it is exciting and um, there's great opportunities for, for lads to take a chance and, and um, you know make a name for themselves can I kind of analyse your game a little bit when you play test cricket a lot of people kind of started bracketing you as the replacement for Jonathan Trott kind of yeah. solid number three for wherever you batted in the order I always never saw you like that when you when you first came into the Yorkshire side I saw you smashing it around with David Miller in the T20s yeah. and all that kind of stuff do you think you've got pigeonholed kind of the wrong way uh, yeah I mean I, I think I definitely got pigeonholed as a certain type of player you know for whatever reason um, but yeah and, and when I started playing test cricket I, I didn't really get to play much white ball cricket over the you know two three period however long it was so I got pigeonholed as a certain type of player but um, you know I had a bit of success um, last year in the year before in the, in the 50 over stuff so yeah I feel like I can still play that form of the game whether other people do that's that's their opinion but um, I, I remember out in South Africa and uh, you, you were smashing runs against was Chennai Super Kings in the, in the Trinidad and Tobago side out yeah. there taking Yorkshire onto the latter stages it was uh, yeah, you, you were a, a really good one day player I'm not so that sounds yeah. too much like yeah. past tense but you know what I mean yeah I know and, and you know obviously I, when I played white ball cricket for, for England well 50 over I, I struggled a bit mm. um, so then you know, people judge me on that, um, which you know whether it's unfair or not. You know, who knows? But yeah, I feel like I've I've done well for Yorkshire with white ball and 50 over in 2020, and I still see myself as a half decent player in that anyway. Um, and hopefully, you know, guys, yeah, think think like that. But people can have their opinions, and that's fair enough, isn't it? I rate you quite highly as a player. You know that. And <laughs> yeah. kind of about 10 percent of my tweets at one stage were defending you, and yeah. people were yeah. criticising you when you were playing for England. How, how hard is that when you know that people kind of analysing your game and looking at you and thinking you know he's not good enough and you, you, does that weigh you down and make you play you can't make you play any better can it I certainly didn't make me play any better um, I found it very tough um, you know constantly getting criticised especially you know I felt you know it happened quite quickly after a, I think it was two bad games I think I had against New Zealand um, I got you know heavily criticised then and and you know I found it I've, I found it really tough to come back from that um, I don't think I've been the same player since I've you know worked hard on I'm always working hard on, on trying to get better and and, um, yeah, you know, hopefully, I, hopefully I can, and I've, you know, I've put that put that to bed now. You know, I've, like I said, I've had good times and bad times, and with England, and you know, I've got to move on from that and, and keep trying to become a better player, and hopefully, I can do that for Yorkshire. The, the danger with the way the media is, though, is that whether it's you or somebody else, if you if you have your, I mean, Keaton Jennings is kind of going through the same thing at the moment, isn't he? Really, they, you have your moment in the international side. You maybe step back, you score a lot of runs, you come back into it, but you're only three innings, bad innings away from being criticised again, aren't you? It's, it's sort of, you know, it must always be the back of your mind yeah it is it's, it's tough um, but you know again the, the best players are the, are the ones that are, are mentally very strong you know you look at Rooty and Cookie that, those two are the yeah. mentally strongest cricketers I know and, 
and look at the success they've had over over a long period of time. So you know that's what I aim to be, um, uh, and a lot of people try and be like that, but it's you know it's tough. That's why I call test cricket. So it's not easy. Um, but like I said, the, the ones who are mentally toughest are the ones that are going to succeed. Is there a part of Gary Barnes that wants to basically just prove those people wrong, screw a shed loads of runs for Yorkshire, get in that Ashes team and and, and lift the urn? Yeah. You know that'll be great, um, but I can't worry about that too much. Um, I just gotta forget what people say. Just just try and score runs for Yorkshire, and try and enjoy the game and, and, and contribute. If if I get that opportunity again, then great. If not, then you know, um, yeah, pretty happy with with uh, how it's gone. It's a, it's a pretty special year for for English cricket, just generally, isn't it? We've got the, we've got the county game, which is always great, but there's the World Cup, there's the Ashes. It's a, a chance for cricket to really grab hold of the limelight, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's a really is a, a massive year, and you know I can't wait to watch the World Cup. I think. You know, we've got, a, got a great team, some great, great squad there, um, some good players, and it'd be great if they could go on to win that. Um, and then the Ashes would again, it's a, you know, the, the buzz around cricket um, the summer will be massive, and you know, like you said, hopefully the game can grow for it, from it. You, you play in an Ashes series, haven't you? The, is, is it different to any other Test series that you played in? Is, is, is the hype and everything just exaggerated? Yeah, I've, I've uh, played in a few games. I've, I've been on a few tours and carried on, a, carried a few <laughs> drinks. So I know what it's like, um, but it is. It, the, the hype is, is definitely different and you know to be involved in you know winning an Ashes match when I did play was oh, I was uh, probably the best experience in my um, cricketing career so yeah it's great to be involved in, and um, you know the hype around the country will be will be very special Just one last question coming back to the county championship if I ask you who's going to win it you'd probably say Yorkshire but if we take Yorkshire out of the equation who is the biggest threat? You know Surrey have a, have a, have a strong squad again this year every year you know you, you never really know um, there's always everyone can beat anyone on, on any given day so it's, it's always um, pretty competitive and um, you know I think you know again looking at Surrey's squad they've got a good, good depth they made some good signings so they're probably going to be the ones to beat well enjoy it it's all about getting a good start hopefully you get one and enjoy the summer cheers James it's that Badger style the listeners to the Cricket Badger Radio Show podcast have gone up by 580% in the last 12 months thank you so much for all of your support for the Cricket Badger Radio Show podcast And if you want to advertise on the show, well, of course you can. You're more than welcome to play your part as the podcast goes from strength to strength. We get in front of a lot of people out there. It's a real opportunity for you to put your business in front of the cricket world. Get in touch with us, cricketbadger at hotmail.com. Become part of the Cricket Badger family. Thank you to Gary. Now then, on to Adam Live, the Yorkshire opening batsman, the left-hander. He's got high hopes for the season too. I'm live, good to see you. How, you. how are you looking forward to the season? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the season starting now. She starts on Sunday and then we've got knots uh, on a week, a week uh, coming come Friday, so I can't wait. I was watching a YouTube video of you the other day. I'm not a stalker, it's all right. But your innings here, 161, was it? When yeah. The highest innings in the T20 Blast. I just watched that and I just thought, that's got to be one of those innings where just everything goes right, isn't it? Yeah, it was uh, it, it was, it was a fantastic night for myself and for us, obviously, we put on, I think it was, a, I got the, the highest ever in individual score and then the team got the, the biggest score and records are breaking all, all night really yeah it was just one of the, it, was, it was one of those nights where I hit the ball in the middle of the bat probably 95% of the time had a little bit of luck a few free hits a few no balls free hits and quite a lot of sixes quite a lot of fours it was just one of those nights where it was just my night and I've, I've always I've always thought I'd get 100 but 161 was just not in my wildest dreams of yeah. but yeah everything, everything came off that night for me and hopefully if I get somewhere near that it'll be another great another great night but I was, I was 
tend to describe it as a once in a lifetime thing, but that kind of takes away from ever doing it again, doesn't it? But do you, do you see it like, like that? Well, I mean, records are there to be broke, aren't yeah. they? Um, so I'm, I'm sure somebody will break it in the future, but I mean, like, it was one of those nights where it was just mine. It could have been anyone, it could have been Tom, it could have been Dave, but it, it, thankfully it was me, and yeah, it was extremely good. T20 is a format where yeah, you can come off like that, but it's, it's, you know, cricket's a tough sport, isn't it? And to, to get into a groove like that where you score so many runs so quickly, I mean, the crowd was was amazing as well that day. Yeah, I, I've got it on, on record at home, uh, on catch up, but uh, like before a T20 now, I watch it and it was just like, just one of the. I just, so you use it as motivation? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah of course you do, yeah. Um, look, it was just one of those nights where in the, in the power play, I think I was I think I was 50 or 60 myself coming out of the power play, it was just like, it's ridiculous, really. I mean, but obviously, I, I quite a bit of luck that night and you need that when, you, when you're when you playing T20 and look it's such a, such a great format and it's such enjoyable to keep it and seeing them I mean I feel, feel sorry for some of the bowlers um, that night but that's cricket and look it, uh, hopefully it happens again but if it doesn't then it's a batsman sport isn't it <laughs> yeah. I mean look it, you got four overs as a bowler and you, someday you can you, you, you can bowl really well and get smacked and some days you can not bowl so well and get three or four wickets it's just one of those one of those it's, it's the format where you don't have to be as a bowler sometimes you have to be at your best at wickets but generally as a batter if, if you're not firing all four cylinders then yeah. you, you generally don't get that many runs and thankfully that for me that night it, it, it paid off the way the world is these days in cricket the T20 leagues all the way around the world you've played in, played in some now haven't you, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the chance when you score innings like that it goes on your CV it adds value to you doesn't it yeah I think um, after about 10 or 12 hours after that, that knock I had, there, was a, there, was a, there was something on the table for, for the Bangladesh league which was I just I couldn't believe it really it was just one of those things where I got the opportunity to go and play in Bangladesh after, after that one night. So, yeah, hopefully it happens again and some opportunities come my way. Looking ahead to the uh, season for Yorkshire, what's your, what's your hopes and th- hopes for the uh, summer ahead? Uh, as, as a team, to, as a team to, to win to win something. Um, we've got a fantastic uh, youthful squad now and some obviously very good experienced players along with some good youngsters as well. So we've, we've obviously recruited uh, Duan, who's got something the next factor in, yeah. in our attack now. He's in an absolutely outstanding few months with South Africa he's very cool isn't he he's, he's yeah he's, he's, oh, it's an outstanding yeah. signing so that's going to be exciting to, to watch on second slip hopefully he feeds me some catches and I can, I can <laughs> hang on to them and obviously we've got Rooty for the first few first couple of games and then he's, he's I think he's available for some one day stuff so it's going to be brilliant to have him around and his experiences will, will be very vital in the first few games last question like the county championship if I ask you who's going to win it you'd probably say Yorkshire who are the who are the rest of the pack do you think the, the biggest challenges well you'd, you'd imagine Surrey would be up there again. Obviously, you've got us. There's always somebody else who kind of surprises them. Is that up there? Somerset again? They've they're going to be up there. It could be anyone. Really. Anyone, anyone, can, anyone can win it. Really. Enjoy it. I hope it does. It's that Badger style. Thank you to Lithy then, and now on to Tom Lowton. I was stood watching the squad pictures being taken alongside. Director of Cricket Development, Ian Jews, and asked Jusey, of the number of youngsters that I didn't recognise, any of them got a decent story. He picked out Tom to have a chat with him. A couple of good stories to tell, and a player of tremendous promise as well. 
All right, Tom, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> and uh, is this your first press day? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a new experience. How are you found it, posing for all the pictures? All right, there's a lot of photos. I don't know what to do with all the about 150 photos. While you were having that chat, I was talking to Ian Jews, and he picked you out as somebody that had uh, a reasonably interesting story amongst the youngsters. In fact, that you were involved with the age group sides coming through. Then you got kind of released from that, scored a load of runs for your club and came back into it. How, how was that? Yeah, so I played up to under-15s, and then... And got dropped in the last year, didn't score enough runs and uh, just went away, played for Dunnington. So did you have the kind of a sit-down chat with somebody and say, you know, it's not to be anymore, you're not going to be involved yeah. in the next year? Yeah, sort of. Uh, Andy Ralph, who's a coach, just sort of want to be, so went and played club cricket, did all right for Dunnington. We, with the new league structure, we played against the academy in the Yorkshire League North and I think I got, I only got like 30-odd and a couple of wickets and Damsey said something was injured in the under 17 so Richard Dams academy coach said to come and have a go because one of the bowlers got injured and I went in the first game I got a 90 odd and uh, I think I got six wickets seven wickets in the game so it's a bit it was a good start really against Cheshire away so. what, what do you bow? Uh, seam so yeah. I'm an all-rounder really yeah. but so, so, so what, what, what were the chats after that then you'd score, you'd score 90 odd taking six wickets did anybody say anything to you after that? Uh, not play, really. play again? yeah I, was, yeah, I yeah. played for the rest of the year and then started on the EP system here when I was I think, 17, 18 so I went away and literally through, through someone getting injured and yeah. a massive piece of luck I, I got in really so it was, it was quite quite a nice little story really. <laughs> it's, quite nice. it's amazing because if you'd not been in that room or in that area of the ground or even you know, to get asked to, to play you would have maybe never have, ever, ever have happened no exactly I, I wasn't really thinking about playing cricket at the time yeah. I was sort of getting on with my levels at school and, and doing that and just enjoying my club cricket so it was a it was a nice surprise, really, when when he asked me to play. And what's your thoughts for the coming season? Then, what are your hopes and fears for that? I had a good good year in the second team last year. Scored 800, 900 runs, I think, throughout the season. So I just want to keep pushing in the second team and hopefully. That's, main, that's the main swing to you, though, isn't it? Top order batting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the main thing. So it's got my first second team hundred and stuff. So I just keep putting my name in the hat for a first team spot, really. And how tall are you? Six foot five, six foot six. I'm, I'm, I'm getting neck ache talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone says that. That's the most common question. And to me over there was saying that the, the controversy with the second team as well, with the kind of bat size and stuff, that was you as well, was it? You've uh, got, yeah. you got, you got an after-dinner speaking routine already sorted out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't one of my best moments, but uh, got it sorted in the end. And actually just, borrowed... just, just for those that don't know, you took us through from the start, start of that. So I've gone out, sponsored by GM. So I've just gone out, GM, a well-known company. I was like, well, it's got to be, got to fit through the gauge, and it didn't even check, so went out and... And uh, obviously that wasn't ideal in the umpire. Sorry, and I had to swap my bat. So, so did, did he, the umpire actually look at it and say that, that was wrong shape, wrong size? So they, they have, I think they have to test them in the first right. six balls or something. So I was a phase two balls, played a miss at the first two, and then uh, then he's checked my bat size and it's too too wide. So that wasn't an ideal start start of last year. And, and, and tell us what what happened after that. I think Fisher Fisher came on with his bat. I think he used that for the rest yeah. of the game. I think he got 40 odd side. Yeah. Didn't do too bad actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Adam Live thankfully gave me one of his old bats that had partly broken. I used that for the rest of the year and it served me quite well. Are you hoping for some first team action this year? Um, I think for any young player that's what the aim is, but I've got to start that with performing well in the second team and then and see what happens really. Well, all the best for it. I hope it stays sunny for you. Thank you. Cheers. It's that Badger style.
Thank you to Tom for his time at the press date. And we'll finish this week with a chat with Matthew Fisher, the former England under-19 international pace bowler, looking to try and actually get on the park for a sustained period in 2019. We talked to Fish about his troubles with injuries and his hopes for the season ahead. It's always nice to see you, because it's always sunny wherever you are. I saw you in Barbados last time, it was sunny there, it's now sunny at Headingley. Yeah, no, it must be a good luck charm, James, yeah, so it's two being together. Slightly less romantic than last time, because it, no. it, it was a beach, evening well, beach we meal, wasn't it? With, right ca- with candles and all sorts last time. Yeah. But there were a few others there, by the way, yeah. anybody that's listening <laughs> to this. I asked you at the start of today, before I saw your thumb, how you were fitness-wise, and you showed me your thumb, it's broken and you're out for three weeks. It's not a great start, is it? No, um, no, that's just... Plain and simple, but kind of what's happened to me the last two or three years. So hopefully the bad luck will be going soon, and I'll be getting some good luck. I was going to say you've been docked, haven't you? Yeah. Every time I start thinking he's starting to make inroads, he's coming, yeah. he's coming through, he's coming through. You then go out, you're out for another two months with injury or something. Yeah, it's, uh, it's frustrating, but I think it's part. Of, it's obviously part and parcel as a young player, a young bowler, to be getting injured and stuff. And the thumb situation is kind of one that's not really related to bowling, which is. Um, overly frustrating but yeah. I uh, suppose one thing with, with having a thumb it doesn't stop you staying fit does it you're not on one leg or something no, yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly right so I'm allowed to bowl in my splint and uh, I've been doing my fitness stuff so yeah I can still be preparing fully for when I can be back in hopefully three weeks does the fact that you've missed so much time with injury over the last few years just make you even more hungry to have a sustained period where you can actually make your mark yeah see like it, it's got to me like as when I was a bit younger less mature and stuff and I kind of kind of was itching to be back and it was more like I'd keep things to myself if things were kind of hurting on the way back and stuff with and maybe come back too quickly and maybe come back too quickly and now I've known that that doesn't that doesn't help anyone so and always when I came back as well like playing in the first few games it was always how many wickets can I get quickly quickly like need wickets need wickets rather rather than thinking about the process of me when I bowl well I was more thinking about the outcome of the wickets so I think now I'm a bit more um, you learn every time you do anything in life and the injuries have helped me learn that this time I need to be a little bit more patient and hopefully that can set me up for having a my, my biggest aim is to play cricket all summer so whether whoever that's for whether it's for the second team all summer obviously I don't want that in the back of my mind but for me getting through a summer of cricket is a real positive and a tick in the box you're still a young lad aren't you so you've got plenty of time left but you want to get cracking don't you, you want yeah, to, yeah. definitely like you always have aims and playing at 15 you had people talking about you playing for England pretty quickly and that always comes into your head and you want to tick that target off but for me now I've realised that it can't just happen overnight it's through consistent performances and that'll come through playing for Yorkshire and you, you talk about hoping to play a full season I mean you just hope that's in the first team I mean, you mentioned second team you hope it's in the first team you can start to uh, really you know, kick on yeah definitely I think there's opportunities in the first team why I say like it'll be uh, hopefully get quite a lot of cricket is I think once I start playing second team a bit there will be injuries there will be uh, lack of form there will be tiredness uh, and I know our, our bowling attacks probably a little bit um, got less experience than it had in recent yeah. years but so there's like less people to kind of overtake if you if you know what I mean there's there's a group of us probably seven or eight of us which could all all chip in and at different times of the year um, try and help each other out and 
it's, you can't win the championship and you can't win titles with four bowlers so you need your eight or ten because they all get used the, um, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name I know he's South African I know he's called Dwayne and it's spelled O-L-I-V-E-R people, some say Olivier some people say Olivier some people say all sorts of different things at the end of that he's a good signing isn't he oh uh, yeah you want me to try and say <laughs> Go on, right. tell, me, tell me how you so pronounce it how I pronounce it is Duran Olivier I don't know whether I'm right. That's the official cricket version. Yeah, great signing. Obviously, I think going into that without that signing, we'd probably say all of us were kind of a little bit light. Like we'd back ourselves, as in our bowling unit and our young lads. But it was probably one more player to help protect them young lads from playing too much and giving them experience. I think Duran will, will help with, obviously, Brooksy's left. I think he'll be similar to when Brooksy was in his... Brooksy was still bowling well last year, but when Brooksy first came and he was taking all them wickets, 60 wickets, I think he'll be similar to where Brooksy was at that point, uh, if not even better, because obviously he's played test cricket. So from what I've seen in the nets, he looks pretty sharp and has good skill. So, uh, well, you, Ian Jews was telling me uh, where you having your pitches snapped with... Uh, he bowled a short pitch ball in the one in the recent game, and it basically just um, batsman tried to lean out of the way and yeah, just followed him and yeah, hit, him, hit him on the nut. Hit him on the nut, and yeah. yes, it went away for far or something. I think so. Yeah, he's, he's, pretty quick. he's got some weapons in. Well, he said apparently he said to the lads that um, the lower order for the opposition they don't mind bouncing them because if he injures them they can't bowl him so <laughs> I think that's quite a good so, so these are the words of wisdom you're learning from so, it yeah, so, well, when, when a, a guy like him comes into the setup, it's another person to go and bounce ideas off and to, to, to learn from definitely he's in his pomp he's 26-27 I think and he's played test cricket and done ridiculously well for someone like me who's young and who's wanting to develop into that kind of cricket perfect to learn off and yeah, can't wait to hopefully open the ball in with him or Cody at some stage this season. If um, Yorkshire don't win the title this year, the championship title, who do you think will? Uh, Surrey. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very nice and short answer anyway, I just, they did last year I know there's, yeah. a, there's plenty of reasons why if, if not Surrey where would you where would you look next Knotts probably they've built a good squad but I think Surrey would pick Knotts if we didn't us first but if we didn't win it it'd be Surrey would pick Knotts just because Knotts is a squad that's just come together and Surrey they've build, been building that squad for a while hopefully next time I see you you are fighting fit and ready to go Thank and you. enjoy the summer ahead. Yeah, thanks very much. Cheers, James. It's that Badger style. Thank you very much to everybody at Henry for making us welcome at the press day. Hopefully you enjoyed the chat I had with the four Yorkies and good luck to them for the summer in all formats. Thank you to you for listening again this week in your numbers as you keep doing. Really pleasing the stats that are listening to the Cricket Budget Radio Show podcast every week makes it worth putting together. Please as I said at the top of the show, continue to subscribe, add your positive comments, tell your friends, retweet, follow us on at cricket underscore badger. And if you've got any comments on the show, then email me cricketbadger at hotmail.com. I'll see you next week with some more cricket chat. And until then, enjoy your cricket badges. Sports Social Podcast Network.